Live from the Finley Toyota ESPN Las Vegas studios. They took it away. Now, Ed, we just did a segment that was so great that Jared sitting in the studio, instead of listening to us, retweeted a tweet that says, seriously, a monkey could bartend. This is the Press Box. The last two days on our opening segments, there's two segments we have for the best of. Now, you're probably going to have to play them on a loop because there's not a lot of best of on the show. But we got to pay attention during these times. With Grady and Bischoff. Coming up next, we find out if monkeys can bartend. On ESPN Las Vegas. It's a Wednesday. AJ Pollock, let's get to college football. I don't have a first bite on my Just play the sounder. I'll read it. The first bite. Why the hell did the Big Ten, ACC, and Pac-12 announce an alliance yesterday? Okay, so I know you're all over this. I'm going to be very straightforward about this. I have no idea what the hell happened yesterday. <laughs> there was some kind of alliance. Somebody, okay, I will, I will say this. <laughs> you might have seen this on Twitter. Pat Forty tweeted, the Alliance press conference is over. I should have known there was a press conference. Anyway, I knew the Alliance was coming, and then someone tweeted... It's all Biden's fault. <laughs> Afghanistan, blah, blah, blah. Like, I, and I tried to tweet back. I think we're talking about something else. But the guy had already deleted his tweet because I think someone got to him before. I said, that's not what they're talking about. I think this like, is about the pack. <laughs> yeah, he went crazy on Afghanistan. I'm like, what? I go, I'm thinking to myself, man, this alliance really is confusing <laughs> because if this guy's got Biden involved, we're all in trouble. All right, why don't you set the table for what in the world happened yesterday? So... The three best conferences not named the SEC, the Big Ten, the Pac-12, and the ACC announced an alliance yesterday. They are going to, or at least they say they're going to start scheduling non-conference games against each other in football, men's basketball, women's basketball. The problem, though, is that a lot of these teams have their entire schedules or the majority of their non-conference schedules full for like the next three years or so. Especially football, I just Right. So... This is something that might take four or five years to actually get off the ground where you have more games. Also, the majority of teams in the Pac-12, Big Ten, and ACC play a power conference team every year in the non-conference. So it's not like they're not playing power conference teams. But anyways, they say they're going to start scheduling each other to help each other out. But more importantly, and probably the biggest reason this alliance was announced, is that these three conferences want to basically vote together. They want to mitigate the SEC's power when it comes to things like the college football playoff and expanding that and what expansion looks like. Basically, the SEC is the best conference. It's going to be the most powerful conference in college football. These three conferences are saying we recognize that, but if the three of us are always on the same page, what the SEC wants is not going to matter. It's going to be what the three of us decide to do. That's what the point of the okay. alliance is. So two things jump out. I, and it would have to be what the issue is. It would be interesting to see if all three would agree every time because you're all going to have your opinion, right? I mean, you know, the, if, if the Pac-12 wants something, the Big Ten doesn't. I mean, how hard will they go? And two, let me know about this because I saw something on this this morning reading it. Where does, and I'm sure it comes in very quickly, streaming compared to TV come into play wasn't wasn't a big deal here they're going to stream everything i i, I saw uh, th this alliance what did it have oh, something to do with no okay because right. they're all they're all still going to sign their own television deals 
It's all they're all going to singular. Do, yeah, all each conference is going right. to still sign its own television deal. So really, this is scheduling, and if the SEC wants something, to hell with you. We're going to vote against it. That's kind of the plan here. Now the funny part is that uh, as he was asked yesterday, George Kliakov, the new Pac-12 uh, commissioner. There is no written signed agreement. This is just a verbal gentleman's agreement. So if there's ever an issue that the conferences have to decide on and the Pac-12 is like, we absolutely do not want what the Big Ten wants. The Pac-12 has no reason that they have to vote with the Big Ten and the ACC. They can say, well, we're breaking it for this because this doesn't help us. So they announced this alliance yesterday, but they announced nothing. (laughs) This just, could not happen for five years, and when it does happen, it could mean nothing. Right. It's <laughs> a great press conference. Like, though. literally, all they did was just announce, hey, the SEC is more powerful than us. We might need to work together, but we're not going to hold anybody to that. Like, that's what they announced yesterday. That's it. And so the the first big issue, maybe it's not the first, but more than likely one of the big issues early is going to be college football expansion or playoff expansion. Playoff expansion. Because that was – right agreed upon like that was in motion to happen where they would bump from four up to 12, mm-hmm. but now that's going to be put on hold and they're probably going to have a, uh, you know, a, each conference and Notre Dame's commissioner votes on if the college football playoff will be expanded. So why is Notre Dame involved? Cause they special. have their own TV yeah. network. So, <laughs> That, so there's going to be a vote on that. We need that. a team that's a loser. <laughs> and it sounds like the Pac-12, the Big Ten, and the ACC are going to delay expanding the college football playoff because they're worried the SEC is going to have too many teams get in or whatever. They're worried the SEC is going to just dominate that because now they have Texas and Oklahoma and they're going to find a way to get six teams into the college football playoff or something ridiculous like that. So they want to delay that and figure out a better way, a way that's more equitable to them but that's that's basically what they announced yesterday is hey we should vote on the same we should vote the same way on some of these things together so two more things one i did hear a lot of laughing now i assume it was from the sec offices as they watch this press conference <laughs> and two give me your percentage let's say this thing like you said doesn't match up to four or five years because you're right football contracts are made i mean i saw unlv i forget who they're playing but they've in 2029 they like signed a contract the other oh, yeah, night. they got a i game, don't even remember who yeah, it was their game scheduled in the 2030s yeah, exactly. for a lot of teams so let's just say that doesn't happen for four or five years so give me your percentage of what you think that within four or five years there's a super conference in it anyway and this doesn't mean anything right because the other part of this is that they said they didn't discuss realignment the, like the Pac-12, right? Exactly. Like, they didn't they just... don't want to be left out if the SEC says we're going to do a super conference. Right. So that's the other part of this is that the Pac-12 or the Big Ten or the ACC at any point could just decide, well, we're going to go add some teams, right? We're going to go raid the Big Twelve, or we're going to yeah. pull up the best G5 conferences, or we're going to go raid one of you, like the right. Big Ten. Sure. Say we're going to go take Clemson. Yeah, and yeah. they might take Clemson sooner than that. Right. And there's and this alliance. There's no, again, there's no written agreement to stop the Big Ten from doing that. If the Big Ten decides that's what they want to do, that's what's best for them, they can still do that. They wouldn't be violating anything they agreed to yesterday or anything they announced yesterday. So, yeah, I mean, the chances that this actually does anything, I I don't think it does. Like, I, I think it's going to be, they're going to vote 
college football playoff expansion. They're going to vote together, and there'll probably be some other issues here in the first couple of years after this that they vote together. But after that, they're going to look at it and say, okay, we're not going to vote together just because it helps or hurts the SEC. We're going to vote on what actually helps our conference. And I I have to imagine in a few years, this alliance doesn't actually mean anything at all. Because the other funny part was, the statement said that this is a, a verbal agreement between the three conference commissioners and the 41 or whatever it is, the 41 university presidents and, okay. and athletic directors. Okay. And it's like, okay, first off, the amount of turnover that there is in college athletics within a year, those are not going to be anywhere close to the same people. Within five years, you won't even have half of those people in those I mean, positions anymore. In five years, you'll know he's going to have three more presidents. Right. They already do. So for there to not be any written agreement, you're talking about a verbal gentleman's agreement, and it's going to be a whole new group of people in three years that are supposed to be involved in this verbal gentleman's agreement. The more you talk about this, the more I wonder why we didn't lead the show with Emerson's pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> because it doesn't appear this means any, anything at all. He has... <laughs> he has I mean, <laughs> more responsibility to get the oh, pumpkin yes. spice latte than yes. any of these conferences. Any of these conferences. To, I mean, to each other. I, I guess Desiree jumped to the right league. I mean, <laughs> you imagine if she did. jumped to the Pac-12 and said, uh, "What about this press conference? I don't know what the heck's going on here." <laughs> I, I think it's. I, it, I don't look. I mean, it does smack of a little desperation. I mean, you it come out with is. this. And I mean, it is. It I, is I their... make fun of the SEC laughing, but literally, if the SEC actually like. Okay. Yeah. What did what did you just do? What does this mean? Yeah. They added Texas and Oklahoma, and the other conferences said, "Well, we don't like you anymore, so we might vote against you in the future." That's it. That's all they did. Now, on college football playoff expansion, I actually think the SEC adding Oklahoma and Texas is great for the Big Ten, the Pac-12, and the ACC, because if you look at the college football playoff since they've been to four teams. There have been four teams that have dominated appearances. Alabama and Clemson have been above everybody else, but then Oklahoma and Ohio State. Those are the four teams that are almost always in it. And occasionally one of them's out and like a Notre Georgia Dame or, or an LSU in. or a Notre Dame right. finds their way in. But for the most part, Clemson, Alabama, Ohio State, and Oklahoma. You have taken one of those teams in Oklahoma. The Raiders draft picks. Yes. You've taken one of those teams in Oklahoma and put them into the SEC. So what that means is either... Oklahoma is going to get beat up by the SEC teams, and now they're not going to actually make it to the college football playoff anymore because they're 9-3, and three, or they're going to beat up yeah. on the SEC teams, and they're going to take Alabama's spot at the top of the conference. Now, again, the SEC has had some years where Georgia and Alabama made it, where LSU and Alabama made it. Like, they've had years where multiple teams have gotten in, so that has been happening before it could happen again. But to me, you've basically taken one of the dominant four teams and taking them out of the college football playoff at this point. Why have we, why is the issue of the big 12 kind of been skirted here? What issue with the big 12? Well, isn't this, it's the ACC big 10 and eight and pac 12. Oh yeah. They don't care about the big 12 anymore. Well, that's, that's my point. <laughs> that's my point. So you've got the big 12 now sitting inside, like, wait a minute. We didn't even get the, get Not, in the weird alliance. That doesn't make, that doesn't yeah, make sense. Didn't get invited. I feel bad for the big 12. This if this alliance had any teeth to it and meant anything, then bring the big 12 along. But by not even calling them, this means absolutely. Cause, they, Cause even they know the big 12 irrelevant. Now. They're dead. They don't. But what if they expand and they, dead, re, Jim. and they can't want it. And they, they desperately want Kansas in the pac 12. <laughs> 
Well, then, then Kansas, then Kansas will be is a, leaving. Then Kansas will go to the Pac-12. We've got to go to the Pac-12. They're in the alliance. And Kansas, yes, Kansas will be a part of the alliance. <laughs> exactly. That's the Are F- you begging to be part of this alliance if you're in the Big 12? Even the alliance the, means obviously nothing. The SEC <laughs> will will have an alliance with the uh, with the Big 12, but it'll be more like, yeah, you guys are where we're going to send teams that get relegated. I mean, you knew Oklahoma and Texas were massive, massive schools. But doesn't it show you, and like two, and then one conference that's been one of these Power Five conferences that, let's be honest, in basketball and football, they've been really, really yeah. good, just is makes no sense now to even have it. Yeah. I mean, they're like dead, like yeah. Jared said. They've it's lost, amazing. They've lost their one team that was legitimate title contender in Oklahoma. And they lost the one with more money than yes. anybody. And they lost the team that if... If Texas could win like it spent oh. money, Texas would be the most legitimate title contender in college sports. Every year. But they don't win like they spent right. money. So, But th- even though it hasn't happened in a long time, there's still reason to believe Texas can become a national sure. power again. Absolutely. So you've taken away the two best shots that the Big 12 had <laughs> at winning a national championship. I don't know. I'm in the Big 12 offices. I'm watching this press conference. I'm like, why couldn't you take us? I None of this means anything. I think you're laughing at them, too, if you're in the Big 12. Oh, I you're think saying I, this alliance. <laughs> Wait a minute. What? We're dead, but we're not that bad. <laughs> we're not that desperate. We don't mean anything anymore, but look at these three bums over here. You're just. I think what you're doing is you're screaming at your assistant, did I miss a phone call? Yeah, exactly. Like, where's the email or text? We didn't get invited to this thing? And it's like, well, there is no email or text because it's just a verbal gentleman's agreement. You and I uh, had some questions on Twitter yesterday. Quickly, give me your thoughts. Will the Pac-12 expand, and would any Mountain West teams even be inv- invited? No. Yeah. Coming up next. <laughs> there you go. Pumpkin spice, baby. The Dodgers. Oh, they beat the Padres. Kenley didn't even blow it yesterday. Do you want to schedule a parent-teacher conference after hearing Grainy's grades? Call the Press Box voicemail and let us know. 702-720-4678 and let us know who deserves a higher grade. Here's McGill to high sack. He throws. Fastball swung on and there's a drive into deep right center. Forget about this one. That one is a spectacular home run. Mike Yastrzemski that almost landed on the bridge out there. McGill pitches, and Wade hits a high drive center field. Nimmo back at the wall. He'll leap, and it's gone. Up over the top of the wall, Lamont Wade Jr. is speeding around the bases, and now he gets word that's a home run. In Major League Baseball, Belt drives one to left. This one has a chance. It is gone. Opposite field, Brandon Belt. Giants go back to back. It's six nothing. You're sitting in the press box with Graney and Bischoff on ESPN Las Vegas. Follow them on Twitter at Ed Graney and Bischoff underscore Tyler. Did you stay true to your word? Did you not watch a single pitch of Dodgers Padres live? Well, I watched it after it ended. No, not live. Two things happened. I almost that'd uh, be like one o'clock in the morning. No, I just fast forward to the good parts because I had seen. I'd seen on this is what happened, and it, it was it absolutely stunk for me. My friend Will, I'll never forgive him. At one point, tweets AJ Pollock with ten exclamation points after. So I'm like, okay, that guy did something good because Will's as lunatic as I am. Two, I was checking who had signed up for my for my Survivor League. By the way, I know let's I owe go. you money. Let's go. I need you. I need you fast. Um, so anyway, I was checking. Hey, I already. I signed. I picked the Bengals week one. Where I'll be in and out. Um, 
I on Yahoo, obviously, as you guys know, because you do so much fantasy, you call up your Survivor League or whatever leagues you're in. I'm like several of them, but I glanced my eyes to the top of the screen. It was a mistake. It's three O Dodgers. The seven. I'm like, oh my god, no, because they're gonna blow it now. Oh boy. So I sat around oh and I knew they had won when, in fact, Will didn't text me. Frog Jansen, this guy blew another one. Because that's usually what I get from Will. So I knew they had won. I waited. Now, I, I, I timed it out, and I also made another mistake. I timed it out. So I'm like, okay, it's 10-15. It's got to be over. I clicked on the I clicked on the uh, ESPN app. Two on in the ninth with two outs. Oh, with, tying run with, at the plate. With Frazier coming up. I, I, I almost had a heart attack. My son comes out. He goes, I'm watching something. I go, calm down. <laughs> Calm down. I was in the chair because I have to be in the chair for good luck. I said, oh calm down. God. He goes, I because he had Netflix frozen on the screen. He goes, I was just watching that. I go, calm down. And then I had to, two minutes later, I had to refresh, and it was over. So what we just learned from you <laughs> is that you were afraid to see the score because you thought they would lose if you saw the score. Absolutely. And Especially if they're winning at the you, time I look. And you, and you have... And you have a certain chair you have to sit in. I thought I told you that before. I don't think I've no, heard the chair before. Yeah, there's only the one chair. I, there's only one chair it. I sit in. I have an important question. Do you have to sit in the chair even if you're not watching it? No, I'm walking around the house. So, like I said, okay. when I was doing the Survivor League, I was in my office. No, no, I don't do. I'm not crazy, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like. It's not like I'm weird about these things. But if you are watching them, oh, in the chair, I, I can't be. You're nervous. in the same chair. Absolutely. Is this a chair that like does not match the rest of the house, and you have like? Mm. It's, it's close because Greenspan ordered it for my birthday a couple years ago, and it came in the wrong – something was wrong with it. It came from – well, it's, it's Greenspan. We got it from Costco. But uh, <laughs> so it was ordered, and then it came, and she didn't like it. So without telling me, she reordered another one, and one day I came home from work, and there's another one in there. It, it kind of matches. She's pretty good about matching. She's not okay. going to rematch. I, just, I didn't matches. know if it's like a 22-year-old chair. No, that, no, like, no. It's it's very new. That, well, this was your one stand. You're like, listen, dude, you can do whatever you yes, want, but this wait, chair stays. Bro, I sat in this when they won the series last year. You think I'm sitting on the couch? They, <laughs> you out of your mind? And by the way, if anyone's sitting in the chair when the game starts, I just have to give the look. And let's go. Is there okay? Out, out you I, go. I have several follow up questions for the chair. Um, did you get a doctor to prescribe the chair so that you can write it off as a <laughs> that is a great question because you know the wife's tendency that was exactly to my... write off on the taxes anything that deals with no, I can't write off the chair, but you better you bet you know what we're writing off what I'm watching. <laughs> so I might say I pay a lot for direct TV, but. Sa Uncle Sammy's paying some of it. Is the chair at least comfortable? It's beautiful. It's a great okay. chair. It's All one right. of the kickout chairs. A recliner? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but chair. often, but often on the kickout, it's not kicked out because I'm jumping up and down, like either celebrating or, or not celebrating. Do people call those kickout chairs and not recliners? No, no, okay. they do not. Okay, I just kick it out. <laughs> that the bottom, the, the foot thing just pops out. <laughs> it sounds like it's broken. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's no, it's meant to do that. But I, I mean, you're you're asking me questions like this is a strange, strange behavior in the, any way. Yeah, yeah I will say <laughs> having a special chair is probably the like fairly I, down the list of we. I, I record the game and then fast forward. I got to sleep. It. I got to sleep around twelve thirty. I watched Pollock's catch. I watched uh, Will Smith. He should have been rung off the pitch before, but he hit the home run. Um, and the and the fact. Well, I shouldn't say this, but. I mean, it's not the worst thing in the world. Machado got hurt and might not play the next two games. He stayed in the game. No, he limped off. 
I thought he stayed in the game. Did he limp off? Yeah, I thought he came back in, didn't he? Oh, well, I fast-forwarded. <laughs> I just saw him limping. I said, well, he's out, and I kept fast-forwarding. I'm almost certain he? he stayed in the game. He did He did leave. Like no. he, did, he did walk off the field. Right. But I'm, they so, went to commercial, and I'm almost certain he was still playing. Oh, I playing. fast-forwarded through that part. I went right to the end with Yeah, Jackson. he never came out of the game. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's too bad. Okay, so... <laughs> I mean, they are activating bets, I think, tomorrow night, so we're okay. On a typical day, you have to get your column in by X time. If it's a Dodger game. The, the what in? The column. You have to get your column. Oh, yeah, that's done by then. Sure. Okay, yeah. but, like, is there any added pressure of, like, I need to, I need no, to, because, I need to worry? No, because every game's taped. Every game's taped. I <laughs> didn't every even game. watch this I one. mean, I don't watch half yeah. of them until I know if they won or not. But. Where do you sit when Cody Bellinger hits? Because I don't think your chair is working. I don't think I'm sitting. I'm standing, <laughs> screaming. Why is this guy still in the lineup? He may have fingers raised. He, uh, uh, 0 for 4 last night. The only no. Dodger to not re- only yeah. starter to not reach base. And he's, he's done once Betts is activated. You, cannot, you can't keep playing him. You have to put Taylor in center and move Betts to right. But you did can't. you see his golf shots? Okay. I saw that. And what a shock. The one thing this guy can do is, well, he didn't even make a good shot because he hit the outfield wall and it, luckily, it fortunately bounced back and got within an inch of the hole. This is how they decide their fantasy football draft, who's closest, closest to the pen. To the pen I'm, sure, I'm like, I'm, I'm screaming, of course this guy can do this. The guy's like one for his last 65, but you put a golf co- a golf club in his hand, <laughs> he gets within one inch of the hole. Does he get to Does he get to stay in the fantasy league if he gets sent down to AAA? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure. Oh, I'm sure he's going to win the fantasy. I'm sure he does everything right in life except hit a baseball because the guy's won for his last, like, 60. <laughs> I was so mad at that, Tyler. I'm glad you put that in the rundown when they're like – and, they, and you know, they're making such a huge deal about it. I think I first saw it on Sunday or Saturday during the game. They, like, showed it. And they're like, look at Cody. I'm like, yeah, tell Cody to catch up to a fastball for once in his life. Look at Cody. Look at Cody with, the like, the pitch. And they all go – and I'm sure they're going crazy because, like, yeah, we better go crazy for this because the guy hasn't gotten a hit in, like, six months. Is this the, like, most, like, decline we've ever seen from, like, MVP I think so. to, Oh, like, absolutely. Wow, this guy – like, even – No, absolutely. Even, like, Chris Bryant and Javi Baez, no. like, we're, like – Still manageable no. players. He's hitting this is, 172. This is a plummet yeah. from like, an MVP. Yeah, tier. this isn't like, oh, he's no. having a down year. Like Josh this Hamilton is, was addicted to meth. Yeah. This is like he sh- he I mean Ed's he can't right. hit a fastball. He cannot yeah. hit, he cannot catch up to a fastball. It's very bizarre. He should not be in the lineup. Like, oh no. There's, and That's not, is if, and if, not just for the Dodgers who are stacked and should be winning the World Series. He shouldn't be in like the Royals no, lineup. No. He's terrible right now. Terrible. Betts, I think, is coming off tomorrow. And again, Uncle Will, who's crazier than me, he said, if this guy's not, if this guy's not taken out when Betts is activated, I'm done. <laughs> now Will's not done because he's nuts like me. <laughs> but when, no, seriously, you have to put Taylor in center. You can't play him. I don't care if he won the MVP. I don't care if Roberts loves him. You cannot play. He cannot hit. So you can't keep playing him once Betts comes off the IL. You can't. I will give you one Astros complaint, even though they beat the juggernaut. They, be, Royals, they won. Finally beat the Royals. What a what a great day it was. Their best hitter is Jordan Alvarez by OPS this year. Last two games, he is 0 for 8 and has left 14 runners on base. Against the Royals? Every time except for once in the last two games, he's come up to bat with runners on base. And every single time he has gotten out. 0 for 8 with 14 left on and six of those at-bats, he's made the final out of the inning. Do you have a chair? 
Uh, maybe I need one for when Jordan Alvarez comes to the I'm going to get plates. Greenspan to like text you today where to get one of the. Well, I know where to get them, but how to get that one of those Call chairs your doctor and say, yeah, no, I just, I've been having some weird lower back pain. I think I need one of those chairs. So if you can well, give me a prescription yeah. for a recliner. I know where you're going for the chair because I went to the doctor the other day. I'm having the eyes like when you're in the computer. Got to get like yeah. uh, something for the eyes. And uh, <laughs> Greenspan, in the, middle, in the middle of the exam, I get the text. Remember now. Don't buy the don't buy the frames there. We're going to Costco. <laughs> this is in the middle of the exam. The guy's like shining some beam in my light. I say, no, you had LASIK a while back. We got to fix this. You have this and this. And not too bad. I like the thing. And the, and the phone's going off. Uh, don't get the frames there. They're going to charge you too much. We got to get to Costco. <laughs> can you wait not, until the dilation wears off? Has she not discovered that you could get two pairs online for like twelve dollars? Don't one say of those? that out That's loud. Right. Please don't say Mine that out were, loud. My, my glass I'm wearing right now are like twenty five bucks. Frames, yeah. offline frames and lenses. Yeah, yeah. online. You just give them the you you sh- do yeah. they need the prescription yeah, yeah. yeah you, i will you say get your prescription from your doctor i have that. them for I a have physical that. copy I have that. and then yeah you just upload it, all the info i will and... say it has to be like a current prescription because i try to get new frames because i i'm clumsy and stepped on my glasses it, it has to be like a current well this was two days ago yes yeah, yeah. This, these were like you just go online bucks. and do it yeah, yeah. Uh, i i mean i I like other stuff at Costco, so I won't tell her. And certainly she's not listening. So um, I think I'll go to Costco. But thanks for telling me that. All right. Coming up next, it's Bischoff's Briefs, where we have the sexiest and creepiest mascots in college sports. Our stats hogwash. Are you tired of hearing Tyler do math on the radio? Call the Press Box voicemail and let us know. 702-720-4678. Bischoff's Briefs. I'm afraid we need to use math. Bischoff's Briefs. I knew I should have checked your showboating globetrotter algebra. Bischoff's Briefs. Man, I thought you knew that algebra was all razzmatazz. Bischoff's Briefs. Yes, I see. Something involving that many big words could easily destabilize time itself. Oh, mascot rankings. Who doesn't love it? So we got a website, Quality Logo Products. Oh, what a great name of a website. But they polled college sports fans and asked them, surveyed them about mascots. And they have come up with the best and the worst, the sexiest, the creepiest, and the most offensive mascots in college sports. So first off, looking at UNLV, Yes, for everyone listening, they are aware that Hey Reb has been retired, but this survey started before UNLV officially retired him. But so let's run down some of Hey Reb's rankings here. He was voted as the seventh most offensive mascot in the nation. Florida State, San Diego State, Hawaii, Notre Dame, Oklahoma State, and West Virginia are all ahead of Hey Reb in terms of offensiveness. Mountain West has the market cornered on offensive mascots. But this. This made people very mad um, of all of these schools because they don't think their mascots are offensive. So much so that Notre Dame put out a statement no, after this God. was put out. They oh, told what a, what a shock they were the ones to put the statement. They out. told the Indy Star, "It's worth noting that there is no comparison between Notre Dame's nickname and mascot and the Indian and Warrior nicknames and mascots used by other institutions, such as the NFL team, formerly known as the Redskins." 
None of these institutions were founded or named by Native Americans who sought to highlight their heritage by using names and symbols associated with their people. I have never heard a worse statement, a worse argument for your own mascot than that. Not I, Listen, is Notre Dame's mascot offensive? I, I don't find it offensive. No. I'm not Irish. No. I'm not a leprechaun. I, I can tell you no. But... Their argument for why he's not offensive was, hey, we're not the Redskins. <laughs> that was their argument. That really was the best they could come up with. To say that word hey, anymore. we're not the Washington football team. <laughs> that was their argument. Like, that's it. Like, is that like saying, well, I can't be racist. I'm not in the KKK. What? Like, that's what the argument is. Unbelievable. That was their argument. So I don't say the N word. <laughs> I say N word. <laughs> so. A lot of people not happy being named offensive mascots, but hey, Reb was on there. They were the only ones to release a statement? They, As far as I know, yes. So UNLV <laughs> didn't put one out, but they're probably like, what mascot? They're too worried about Eastern Washington. Yeah, we don't have one anymore. Now, beyond the offensive part, uh, hey, Reb was also voted the ninth creepiest mascot in the country. Yeah, which no hey, Reb? The one that got retired. What do okay, you mean, the one hey that Reb? got retired. Yeah. Okay. They're not, they're not, they don't mind, they don't uh, care about the script or anything. They, this is the one that they had the, to take that no, this statue is the off. the physical live mascot. Oh, the this isn't the one being. they put on the truck not and the, went down Maryland Parkway. Not the logo. Okay. The physical human in a costume okay. mascot. And here's the thing. Hey, Reb has always been creepy. The mountain man version of him. Oh, ugly face. He's got a massive chin. Just He's just mustache hat and like these big eyes. If you look in his eyes, like he's horrified of his own sense. Like, he's just horrified. Hey, Reb has always been creepy, and I've finally been vindicated of this. Now, as a result of being top 10 creepiest and top 10 most offensive, Hey, Reb got voted the fourth worst mascot in college. Top sports. five. Fourth. fourth. Top five. Worst. Wow. UNLV's top five. Now, I mean, okay, are we surprised? Well, I guess not, because you said the Mountain West has uh, the, the corner marketed corner. on this. Yeah. No. Nothing against Mountain West teams. I'm almost surprised if they took a survey. Oh, let me ask you this on the survey. Do you think they showed pictures of these mascots? Because I just can't believe if yeah. you take a survey of college uh, college sports fans across the country, they would even think of Mountain West teams. Yeah, I think. I, think I mean, they, they had, had to, to show pictures. Yeah. I mean, they've got pictures in their fun little graphics here. Okay. So I'm going to set aside the offensive part of Hey Reb because that's all anybody wants to argue about. And we're just going to talk about Hey Reb as a mascot. I cannot believe people wanted Hey Reb to be their mascot. Hey Reb is an objectively bad mascot. There is nothing good about Hey Reb as a mascot. He does not look cool. He does not look intimidating. He does not look kid-friendly. Like, there is nothing about him that is good as a mascot. He is a hat and a mustache. And the physical embodiment, the actual costume they use for Hey Reb... The mustache was this skinny thing with hair falling off of it that looks like my dog's tail when she's gone too long without a haircut. Like, it looked horrible. There was nothing redeeming about the Hey Red mascot. I cannot believe people were actually upset that UNLV got rid of one of the five worst mascots in the country. Oh, but you knew they'd be upset. Anything, anything that people have come to love for whatever reason over years they don't like change whatsoever they hate change i would have been looking for a reason to get rid of that thing i would have been happy oh yeah he's offensive he's offensive to me just look at him he's ugly like that's enough offensiveness to get rid of him so set all that aside i can't believe people want hey rep there there he's is, terrible there's a level of knock off yosemite sam right? without any of the charm yeah there's again when you have a mascot 
You want him to, like, I don't know, look cool or funny or be kid-friendly or intimidating. Like, you got to hit one of those boxes. They didn't hit any of I them. I mean, don't look at me. I always, I always thought it should be the shark, and he would swallow kids during games. Like, he'd put his head down, and, like, the kid could stick kid his head Kid-friendly and potentially intimidating. And potentially intimidating. very intimidating. I mean, the shark they were using in the 80s and the 90s was one of the goofiest things I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. The dancing shark? Yes. Like, and the guy would, for some reason, the guy in the shark costume would stick his head out of the gills. I'm like, you're the mascot. Exactly. No, you're not supposed no, no, to do no, that. No, 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 he, he needed his face time. <laughs> okay. Off of Hey Reb, though. There is a mascot that was voted uh, third worst overall that I did not know existed. Please Google for me. Uh, Louisiana Raging Cajun mascot Cayenne, like Cayenne Pepper, C-A-Y-E-N-N-E. Louisiana Raging Cajun mascot Cayenne. He is a Cayenne Pepper. And I love the idea of having like a pepper, having a vegetable as a mascot. What? But they what ruined that? this thing with his facial expression. With the red facial? I do not know what's That's happening not a pepper. here. They That's ru- the thing. Like, if you didn't know, I'd look at that and say, I have no idea what that right. is. He's got, there's like too much nostril going on. His eyes are too wide open. And his smile is like, I don't know. It's, well, it's a menace. It's a menacing smile here. <laughs> it's a horrible looking face. He's got the anime focus eyes, but then the smile, like, completely changed. Like, it. It looks like he's, like, cross-eyed almost. (laughs) Look, (laughs) and he's not college mascots. I can't get into any of these because I still remain completely uh, committed and devoted to Buckets for the only reason that he looked Sam Gordon in the eyes at the paper and said, call me Buckets in the paper. (laughs) I really like being a mascot, close quotes, Buckets said. So after I heard that, Buckets is my favorite. This Cajun person is horrible. What's the nightmare? Like, Jared said, what's the... What's the basis of the pepper on this guy? His hair? He's or no, his red. head? He's just red is all it is. But I, does a yeah. pepper... I mean, I eat peppers, so what, what's on his head? The stem? Like the he, stem I, of the pepper? I will say, of all the mascots I've ever seen, he's got the best hair. Because it looks like... It almost looks like a top knot. Like, it's almost like... like Who's your favorite mascot of all time? Because mine's Gritty. Uh, favorite mascot of all time. Gritty's probably pretty high yeah. up there. Gritty's high. been pretty good. Pretty I good. mean, the Homer pick is Orbit, the Astros mascot. That's your, okay. I like him a lot. He's a good mascot. Um, normally, I don't like the mascot, so I haven't actually listed out my favorite mascot. I will give you one more update here from these list of mascots. Um, my alma mater, Ole Miss, uh, they made creepiest mascot list as well. Uh, Tony the Landshark came in at number eight. Uh, you can Google Tony the Landshark, if you want to see Tony the Landshark right now. Just to give you a quick backstory here on how badly Ole Miss screwed this up. A few years ago, they introduced a new mascot, a shark. And the story is like a decade ago, their defense started getting called the Land Sharks because they were swarming to the ball, but they were on land. So they called themselves the Land Sharks. And it caught on, and they even have a little hand symbol that makes you put a fin up to your head. And it really took off when Marshall Henderson started doing it for the basketball team. And so everybody on campus started doing it. Well, the guy who created it was a football player at Ole Miss named Tony. He unfortunately passed away after playing at Ole Miss. And so they, they decided, well, we, have, we need a new mascot. We're going to make it a shark after the land shark. And we're going to name it Tony after the guy that created it. The problem is it's horrifying. I don't like this land shark. And by the way, it's horrible. It's by the, the way, does his mouth ever. actually open so he can no, swallow people? It does okay, not. If you're going to have a shark and you can't swallow children. Then what is the point of having the shark? It's the it's the worst. I 
If you it's said, okay, good, like it's one of my only like positive things about Chance is that he can swallow children. Yes, if you can't <laughs> swallow little kids, then what, what's the point like, of that? Like they, like okay, if I told you you're gonna have a shark mascot, what Ole Miss came up with is so far away from what you could imagine. It's unbelievable. Can we make it more muscular? Right. It's unbelievable how bad they made this shark. It's like it, so. It's like whoever designed it had never seen a shark before in their life. I'm I'm convinced of it. It's it's awful. The idea of them having a shark, I like it. But the actual execution of the mascot is horrific. Was my alma mater the top in the Mountain West for, for most offensive? Uh, did Had they, to be. Wait, did they beat out Hawaii? Hold on, I got to find Had offensive again. They're they're on the list of. Oh, they have to be. But uh, With the Native Americans. Yeah, they were they were pretty high up there. Let's ah. see, most offensive. Yes, number two. <laughs> number two. I mean, so number one in the Mountain West, but okay. number two behind Florida State. Wow, which is weird. Which is actually, well, I will say, yeah. which is funny because Florida State. <laughs> Is one of the only colleges in the country that actually like pays the Seminole Nation in order to use their name. Yes. Like, they actually are like, no, no, no. We have like a like they said use this and give us money, and we went yes. Yeah. Where everyone else is like, no, nah, we're just the Indians. Well, if you think, hey, Reb. Man, last several years, go to San Diego and the Aztecs. and Because the Aztec Nation, they've really gotten involved with that and saying, hey, you got to change this, get this out of here. And San Diego State's like, ah, we're not doing that. I, I'm pretty, <laughs> I'm like 80% sure that like, and I, I could have this number wrong, but like half of the current Seminole Nation funding is coming from Florida sure. State, like athletics, yeah. merchandise sales. Yeah, absolutely. Because they basically went, well, this could be a problem. You guys want some money? Well, that's the thing about the Aztec about the Aztec uh, nation in terms of Native Americans. The, San Diego State's San Diego State's message back is: Look, we get what you think, but you take this away, and it takes away money for you. But also, who else is ever going to talk about you? I mean, that that's what San Diego State's saying. It's like you get a lot from this. I know you're. I know what you're saying when you look uh, when you're kind of doubting that. But that's their message back. I mean, it gives you know it, it gives you know notice to that Native American group, and they're saying, no, we don't like it, but there's going to be a there's gonna be a little challenge there. We don't have a salary for this job, but you'll get great exposure. That's, yes, that's exactly. That's exactly, exactly what that sounded like. Coming up next, who is the biggest Raider hater in the media? Is Tyler a know-it-all? Can you prove him wrong? Call the Press Box voicemail and let us know. 702-720-4678. Thank you. Really quick, uh, now nah, I'm gonna go locally, man. I'm gonna go locally, and and, and a disclaimer: it's all love, it's, you know, mm. it's all love, it's all love. But I'm gonna go locally with one of your guys' colleagues at the sister station. I'm gonna say Tyler Bischoff. He always I listen back and forth in the mornings, you know, from shows, and and Tyler Bischoff, man, he always talking bad about the Raiders, man. I mean, we gotta win, we gotta win, shut him up. But he always kind of always has something negative to say about it. That's how I feel. That's just me. Well, I'm not up in that morning unless I'm going in my new trainer at that time, so I don't get a chance to hear him and my good friend Ed Graney as much as I'd like to, as I'm sure they're having lunch when my show's on. But interesting to hear, that's the first local nominee we have for Biggest Raider Hater. It's the Press Box with Graney and Bischoff on ESPN Las Vegas, 1100 AM and 100.9 FM. So JT the Brick over on Raider Nation Radio. Uh, did he do his whole show on this? He basically did know. a who is the biggest Raider hater in the media. And 
based on what they were tweeting, it was mainly focused on National. like Florio, Colin Coward, Mike Silver, guys no. nationally, nationally. Um, that Raider fans tend to dislike already. But apparently, somebody called in and suggested I was the biggest Raider. Beautiful. Raider. Well, I mean, obviously they've pegged us both. Um, Here's I'm, the thing: I am a positive person. I have no. I have no follow-up to what that caller said because he answered his own question because he said, well, we got to win to shut him up. Right. Since since the Raiders have been coming to Vegas, what have they done? Nothing under like, John Gruden. They're 40 and 40. When the, when the rumors, the rumors or whatever, when it first oh, wait, was Nag- like... Nagy has a better winning percentage than the Raiders. Yeah. Ooh. When it first became like, oh, the Raiders might really move to Vegas, it was off the heels of their playoff season. Yes. But Derek Carr yes. got hurt. Yeah. And it was like, oh... The Raiders might come here. They just made the playoffs. Right. Like Derek Carr looked really good. Like we might be getting a good team. And since then, they decimated that team. They haven't finished within two games of the playoffs. Like even last year, they needed. They would have had to get to eleven wins to make the playoffs. They got rid of the most their most fun players. Yeah. Like you know Marquette King. There is there is like on field for the Raiders over the last four years. If you have said anything positive about them, you're wrong. Listen, I'll leave it at this. I'm glad the gentleman called and said your name and all that, because like you and I were talking in the break with Jared, and it's exactly like the columns I write. If you don't get a reaction, you haven't done your job. Yeah. So if people listen and hate everything we say, thank you for listening. Right. Thank you for reading. So good for him. I don't know what he said in the beginning. Was he talking about bouncing around or something? Until he said your name, he, I'm not really sure I heard what he, that I was. I think he was trying to say he listens to us. He listens to Clay. Clay. He goes okay. back and forth okay. in the morning right. between I the two. I didn't get that part. I just got that you obviously yeah. are the biggest hater. But again, that, trust me, if, that's all Tyler got to. Well, hey, here's the thing. He just go, wants you to say his name. Go 11 and 6, make the playoffs, and you'll hear a lot more right. message. You'll hear a lot different message. Right. I we'll mean, tell it's you just, how great it was. Yeah. It but is. don't miss on every draft pick you've had in the last four years. There's not much positive to say.